National security analyst Brigitte Gabriel drops the hammer on our enemies, raises our consciousness on several upcoming issues, and makes a passionate plea to fight for America on this episode of United Patriots Uprising with Gary Benford. I'm your host, Gary Benford. Thanks for joining us. This podcast is available at RadioInfluence.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Hope you subscribe to it, leave a rating and a review. And be sure to tell your friends about the show. Picture yourself as a 13-year-old girl living with your family in a tiny underground bomb shelter in Lebanon run by radical Islamic terrorists. You wear your Sunday best, your Easter dress, as burial clothes, so you'll look pretty when they eventually kill you. This living arrangement, if you want to call it that, went on for seven years. Seven years. Let that sink in, people. This is the genesis of what fuels Brigitte's love for and gratitude to God and her relentless passion to defend and fight to save America. Gear up, folks, because she's about to turn up the heat. So let's get into it. She is the quintessential example of a 21st century American dream story. The epitome of how out of adversity comes strength. The definition of tenacity in the face of adversity. And how, as chairman of the largest national security grassroots organization in the U.S., she has been called one of the top 50 most prominent speakers in America. Her appearances have spanned the media gamut, including Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, as well as speaking on variety of radio stations daily across America. And she is a New York Times bestselling author, her latest book entitled Rise. I welcome back to the show for the third time a person truly among my favorites to converse with, chairman of Act for America, national security analyst, Brigitte Gabriel. Thank you, Gary. I'm delighted to be back with you. I'm glad to have you here. It's been a while, Brigitte. You, you made your second appearance here, by the way, way back late in September 2021. When I was still doing multiple guests and you were on with Trevor Loudon, Professor Nicholas Giordano, and the three of you passionately passionately exposed the enemies within the United States obsessed with bringing us down. Sadly, that hasn't changed. They're still out there, been on destruction, more dangerous than ever, right? Our enemy is evolving and changing. And while before, look, when I started Act for America, my organization back in 2002, radical Islamic terrorism was the biggest threat to the United States. That's the only thing we were worried about. At that time, Iran did not have nuclear power. Uh, We did not have Antifa. The border was not as lawless. China wasn't the power that it is today. And as you can see today, we are literally drinking from a firehouse, trying to fight for our country because the threats are coming from all directions, foreign and domestic. Right. And, and, you know, we know it. We knew it then. You've known it for years. Now, do you think America's catching on or are the people because of the media and our politicians that don't want to expose this stuff? And as you know, the, the communists uh, attempt to take over where they have academia, they have Hollywood, they have the unions, they have even the evangelical churches, a lot of them now. Do you think people are really catching on to what's going on? 
Yes, and the people are catching on uh, about what's going on. That started immediately after President Trump got elected. Back in 2016, 2017, when the country started seeing the hatred, the the, the absolute anger, the absolute uh, venom that was coming out of the mouth of the left, depicting the beheading of our president. Uh, I mean, you know, look, a lot of people did not like Obama being elected, but nobody on the right wanted to behead the president. And hold his head like comedian Kathy, whatever her name, um, I forgot her name. Kathy Griffin. Kathy Griffin holding his head, laughing, mocking it as a joke. I mean, the president had a 10-year-old son watching television, watching this stuff, and he actually thought his father was being beheaded. I think when the country started seeing what's happening around them, and especially in the, quote, summer of love in 2020, Americans woke up and realized, who are these people burning our cities? Who are these people destroying our businesses? Who are these people who would rather torch our country and destroy our country to stop a democratic process from happening of electing a duly elected president? Uh, I think that's when people finally, after the 2020 election, realized it is no longer Democrat versus Republican. It is us versus them. It's us, the American people who love America, who believe in our Constitution, believe our Constitution had served our country fantastically for over 300 years. We do not need to change anything about it. We, the people who believe in secure borders, we, the people who believe in, in secure communities and law enforcement and standing with our police and honoring our heritage, we do not believe in the destruction of statues of George Washington and the destruction of the statues of our heritage. Look, every country has made mistakes. Every country has an ugly heritage at one point or another. But you do not see Germany burning Nazi camps. They keep them up. Actually, they turn them into museum because they use it to teach people history. So people do not repeat history. You use those examples and whatever we went through in history, whether bad, ugly or wonderful, to teach new generations what to avoid, what to build upon, and how we can be better as a society. And so that's when Americans woke up and realized enough of this. And that's why you started seeing a lot of groups springing up after the 2020 election all over the country saying enough is enough. You know, unless we stand up now and speak up, we're going to die collectively and our country is going to die with us. And that's encouraging. It said it took that much for the country to wake up, but it's an encouraging at least they're waking up. You know, Brigitte, I you said that well, and I would like to believe that. But here's the problem I'm struggling with. Uh, the way the polls should look, President, you know, the guy in the White House, he it shouldn't be like it's even. It shouldn't be like he's a few ahead or Trump would be a few ahead. My producer of this show who I won't name, who people don't know who he is, he should have more votes than Joe Biden right now at this time, and nobody even knows who the hell he is. How is this guy even in this thing, if people are waking up? 
Uh, well, remember, you're listening to the media. You're listening to the leftist media. On our side, we only have talk radio. We only have podcasts. Thank God for people like you. And thank God we have the alternative media. Thank you. And, yeah. and, and Newsmax, at least, is still straight. Because when you look at the left, they have ABC, NBC, CBS, NPR, MSNBC. I mean, and even Fox News now turned to the left. You know, we all know Fox News is, is a lefty Fox News right now. So all these voices that you are hearing and all these polls that are coming out, don't believe the polls. Don't believe what the left is putting out. This is not reality. Look, I have a grassroots movement nationwide and I travel the country. Just last week, I was in Wyoming and I drove from Jackson Hole through Yellowstone up to Cheyenne, Cody, Gillette, down to Casper, down to uh, 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 Shoshone, down to Du Bois and back to Jackson. Literally did a circle around the state. And I am telling you, the people on the ground love President Trump. When you get out of any city, you will say our problem is on the left coast and the east coast. But when you drive 10 miles out of any city, you will say America looks exactly the same. All of America, they love God. They love our country. They honor our heritage. They love our veterans. They honor our police. Uh, they want stronger police. They want secure borders. But the cities, because they are so mostly populated and because all the media, the leftist media is in those cities and because they are so densely populated, this is why you hear, oh my gosh, America, all of America, you know, uh, is the, you know, shifting to the democratic side. America is not shifting. They're squeaking. We are quiet. But, but here's what I want to point out. Now is the time to stand up and start becoming active. Listening to talk radio is not enough. Going to conferences is not enough. That's education. Education is important, but education by itself is not sufficient. Education must be coupled with action. On the left, they do a lot of activism and very little education. On the right, we do a lot of education and very little activism. You ask anybody on the right, you know, you need to be active, you need to be engaged. And they say, oh my gosh, Brigitte, I am very active. I attend the Republican Party luncheon once a month. Uh, I go to conferences, I attend CPAC, I attend Turning Point USA, uh, Western Conservative Summit, you name it. The, in their mind, that's activism. Showing up for a monthly meeting, eating the rubber chicken, listening to a speaker, in their mind, that's activism. No, that's not activism. That's socializing. That's socialization. That's entertainment. You heard a performer, in this case, a political speaker uh, as a keynote speaker, and you went home and everybody felt good about themselves, and a week later, they have no idea what to do. But that's where we come in. I created an organization, Gary, and you and I have talked about this before, called Act for America, actforamerica.org. And we named the organization Act for America. Now, think about America, not hope for America, not wish for America, not pray for America, but act for America. Because you can wish and hope and pray all you want, and you should, but without taking action, nothing happens. So I encourage people, if my message resonates with you, go to actforamerica.org and become involved today. We have passed 199 
bills on the federal level and the state level to protect the country. We have half a million activists nationwide. Sign up to get our emails and action alerts. We monitor bills coming down for a vote on the state level and the federal level and notify you about them before they are coming down to the floor for a vote. So you have time to call your member of Congress or your elected official on the state level and say, look, I am your constituent. I I know this bill is coming down for a vote and I do not want you voting for it. And if you do vote for it, I'll be watching your vote and I will vote accordingly. You need to put their feet on the fire. And that's what we're doing. So go to actforamerica.org right now, sign up to get our emails and action alert and take action on many of our Act Now campaigns that we have listed on the website. Yeah, you've got that right. And everybody, not only to go to actforamerica.org, but follow follow Brigitte on Twitter because, you know, she is on fire and she is punching down every day. I got to tell you, and my producer here is going to laugh because uh, my New York Mets are in the toilet. I'm not even a Yankee fan, and they're in there. By the way, I guess from what you just said, I need to get out of metropolitan New York because I live on Long Island, and I, you know, oh, gosh, but we don't need to get into that. But the uh, the point I was going to make, so, you know, my, my Mets are in the toilet. My, uh, I don't even like the Yankees, but they stink. Uh, my producer, who's down in Tampa, he's always giving me jizz about my New York Jets, whether they're going to do something with Aaron Rodgers. So when I get up in the morning, I can't wait to get to your Twitter feed and watching you just you just set me on fire. And I mean this. Get me ready. You and A.F. Branco, who uh, was <laughs> my guest two weeks ago. You know, we just see his, his he's on. He's my current podcast. that's out now between the two of you. You guys get me fired up beside my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to get out and move on for the day. So let people know. What are the two big issues right now that you are hammering home big time on Twitter? Well, uh, the two biggest issues we're hammering, and not just on Twitter, the, the, they are, the Senate is getting ready to vote on a leader for the U.S. military. That The chief of command in charge of all U.S. military, General Brown, who failed miserably as the head of the Air Force for the last three years, he drove the Air Force down to the ground. Right now, the Senate is on recess, on their summer recess. When they get back, they're going to vote on this guy to be in charge of our entire military. We cannot afford to have a coward, a diversity, equity, and inclusion guy who cares more about drag queen shows and the LGBTQ agenda than strengthening our military. Right now, we need to make sure we send a very strong message to the Senate not to vote him in as the head of our military. Go to actforamerica.org, click on the Act Now campaigns, and click on the General Brown Action Campaign. You'll see it on our website. That is so urgent. And most people have no idea, Gary. They have no idea. I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> this guy is going to drive our military to the ground. I mean, look, I don't care what, what people's colors are. Look, you're black, I'm brown, Jason is white. You know, I mean, we in America are all sorts of colors. 
We care about a strong military. We care about, we want to make sure if China attacks us, if Iran attacks us, if anybody attacks us, we have the strongest military in the world to respond. We do not want wusses in our military and generals who are afraid to take action or unqualified, unfit to serve. And this guy has already a track record for the last three years. He drove the Air Force into the ground. And that's why we're trying to stop this nomination. It's not his color. I don't care whether you are a Chinese, an Asian, a Middle Eastern, a black, white, yellow. I don't care. We want somebody strong. This guy is going to drive the military into the ground. This is the number one issue right now because this is a decision that will affect the United States of America and our safety and security for years to come. So make sure you go and take action on that. And also parental rights. I mean, look what's happening. Uh, we're talking right now. We have an action alert. There is a Christmas drag queen show going nationwide in 22 states and 36 cities. It's children friendly uh, being built as a family friendly drag queen show coming as a Christmas show with a Christmas setting nationwide with um, a promotion of sex toys. You know how to masturbate. I mean, it's things that you can't even talk about. They, this is what they are doing nationwide. Most people have no idea. We sent an action alert about that, and we list all the states where this drag queen show is going to be coming to, and we want to make sure people take action to stop it. So, again, I encourage you to follow me on Twitter, but also go to our website, actforamerica.org, and take action on the many of our action campaigns. We have Act Now National, where all our federal national issues are listed, and we have Act Now State where we have state-specific issues um, in your state. And I know we have people listening to us right now from all over the country. So no matter what state you live in right now, if you go on Act for America and sign up to take action on your state or on our national level, at least we will be able to contact you when there's a bill coming down for a vote in your state or is an important issue that you need to stop. We need to be able to reach you. Go to Act for america.org sign up to get our emails and action alert and take action on our act now campaigns i hear you i hear you about that now there's one thing i do want to ask you about because you have been beating the drum and pounding on impeaching joe biden and i just ask shouldn't we just let him run in 2024 do we really want to open up the field to people like gavin newsom why not just let him run and fall flat on his face or whatever and impeach him later uh, uh, you know what? It is important uh, to send the message. It's important for our Republicans to stand up together and impeach Biden because the Democrats need to understand that the Republicans are united. And when they want to get something done, they can get it done. Biden right now with his criminal enterprise, this is a criminal family. Mm -hmm. And right now when we know that he even had a pseudonym, I mean, look at the information coming out using a pseudonym as a vice president uh, of the name Robert Peters to do his shenanigans and sell our country's secrets to the Ukraine, to China, to, to Russia. I mean, the guy was selling our country when he was vice president and using multiple pseudonyms to do it. This There, there has to be consequences for such behavior. Impeachment is a consequence. Right now, the Democrats are united behind their president. We can't even get the Republicans to be united on impeaching Biden. What is wrong with this picture? So we can start by at least having members, conservatives, Republicans, people who care about this country, putting pressure on your members 
members of Congress to have enough vote to be able to impeach Biden. That will send a huge message, message to the Democrats that the Republicans are not paper tigers. They actually do something. They can do something. And this is just the first step. You know, they say perception is 50% of winning. And right now, the perception among the Democrats is that the Republicans are paper tigers. They cannot do anything. They are weak. They are feeble. They are only talking, no action. And they cannot get united behind anything. And if we cannot get the Republicans united behind impeach Biden, what else do we have hope for? I understand what you're saying, and that also an impeachment now would also force the media to cover it so they wouldn't be on this witch hunt with President Trump. But I do want to bring up something to you since you went down this rabbit hole and you were saying you can't get the Republicans in together. Well, I would like you to address what I'm about to say. The one thing that our president, Donald J. Trump, showed is that the fight is not left or right, it's not Republican, Democrat, it's America first versus globalists. And the people who are globalists on both sides of the aisle have aligned against him and America first. They didn't want him bringing business back from China. They didn't want him, do, you know, getting our pipeline and having our oil. They didn't want him pulling out of all the cities where we couldn't win a war around the, around the world because they're globalists. And we are now finding out who they are and they're on both sides of the aisle. And that's why we can't get together. Is that fair? Uh, yes, this is fair, because we are finding out that even some of the Republicans were lining up their pockets. Some of the Republicans were getting sidekicks. You know, when you look at members of Congress and all of a sudden they get up there on $190,000 a year salary for a senator, how on God's planet they can become multi, multi, multi-millionaires? I mean, you and I have to work three lifetimes to accumulate the wealth that some of these guys have accumulated. How can you get to Congress getting paid a, 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 a salary of one hundred and $50,000 or $190,000 as an elected official and you have $80 million in the bank. It doesn't even make sense. You and I have to live five lifetimes to have to make $80 million in the bank. And they make it in six years, in five years. So what President Trump exposed is the corruption, the corruption on both sides, the left as well as the right. And that's why the rhino Republicans do not want him, cannot stand President Trump because he's exposing them. He's exposing them just as much as he is exposing the left because now anybody who does not line up behind President Trump and make America great again, I mean, look at that sentence, make America great again. Again, it sets the hair of people on fire, those who not like America, including Republicans. They are like, like the, the word mega is nuclear and harmful to the touch. They don't even want to touch it. And those are the people on the right. So we are learning all about the rhinos. We are learning all about the people that stab in the back. We are learning all about the Koch brothers, the special interests, those people who are funding anybody who's going to run against Trump. They will fund monkeys if they know that monkeys can win against Trump. And you know what? Despite all the money those mega Republican donors are pouring behind whoever is running against Trump, they are wasting their money. President Trump is still leading, even if he's going to go to jail. Rest assured, Gary, if they send President Trump to jail, 
the 80 million people that voted for him will double down and even more people will come to the fold because right now we are seeing the corruption and destruction of our country on a massive scale. This is the deterioration of America as a nation. And I believe a lot of people in the middle are not going to stand for that and they're going to come to our side and stand with us to make America great again. You laid that out. And as a lot of people may or may not know, you can run for president from jail. It has happened once before uh, and he will win. And all they're doing is just increasing the army of MAGA. Uh, uh, Brigitte, you have rocked the house again, set the airways ablaze. Uh, But before I let you go. I'd be remiss without saying this. Your life story is so spectacular that I think a fiction writer would be hard pressed to even envision it. You know, it's it's major Hollywood movie written all over it. But Jay Brigitte, if you were liberal, you'd probably already be a living legend in your own time. Don't even think about it. Don't think about that. If I'm a liberal, I'll be a mega millionaire right Right. now. Honestly, I mean this because, you know, we've been through this a couple of times. I still have trouble wrapping my brain around how you and your family for seven years, seven years, lived in an eight by 10 underground bomb shelter in Lebanon when you were still a child. Have at it. Please tell people who you are, where you came from and how you got here today. The reason why I am so passionate about America and defending America, because I was born in Lebanon, which used to be a majority Christian country, now completely run by terrorist thugs, Hezbollah, funded by Iran, a country where the government stole the money from the central bank of all people. There's no rich and poor anymore. They cleaned the bank. So the country went from being Paris of the Middle East, the Switzerland of the Middle East, the bank capital of the Middle East to now a defunct country like Venezuela. Lebanon has been without a president now for five, six months. They don't even have a president. So I, my 9-11 happened to me in 1975 in Lebanon when radical Islamic terrorists blew up my home, bringing it down, burying me under the rubble. And you got injured. You were injured. I was injured in a hospital. 10 years old, 10 years old, 10 years old. I was injured in a hospital for two months and then later came back. My home was already blown uh, blown up. I ended up living in a bomb shelter with my parents and an eight by 10 bomb shelter underground without electricity, without water and very little food. And that's where I lived for the next seven years of my life, crawling under the bombs and digging out for grass to eat because it was the only greenery we had to eat. I was fortunate enough to be able to leave Lebanon to Israel, work in Israel as news anchor for World News, and from Israel come to the United States by marriage, marrying an American war correspondent. I came to America and I thought I left all the crazies behind. But 9-11-2001 made me realize that evil has come to America's shore and we need to stand up and fight. Freedom doesn't defend itself. Freedom depends on people like you and me to stand up and speak with courage to defend freedom. You never really own freedom. You only preserve it for future generations. And this is our time. We need 
to do exactly that. And that's why I launched Act for America, my organization. And I encourage people, if you want to learn more about me and my story, buy my book. I have a book titled Because They Hate. Because They Hate. You can find it on Amazon. It's my life story, my journey from Lebanon to America. The book sold over one million copies. It's a New York Times bestseller. So you you must read it. It's a must read. It's very encouraging, very motivational. And you will understand where this passion in my voice comes from. You know, uh, every time I talk to you, it's almost chills when I hear that story because uh, to live in a bomb shelter for seven years and, and climbing through stuff and not knowing where the next bomb is coming from, it, it, it's, it's, just America, it's, it's amazing. And I know it has to, it, it, that beautiful hair you have, it has to want you to be pulling it out that people in this country are willing to give away what we have, not understanding. And there's people like you and there's people all over that keep telling people what is coming down the pike. Just look at Venezuela, look at North Korea, look at Cuba, look, you know, there's so many examples that you just gave another Lebanon, you know, never worked anywhere, never worked anywhere. America is the greatest nation on the face of the planet. You do not see anybody that has come to this country, leave their country and go back to whatever hellhole they came from. No matter how much they hate America, they stay here because this is the most exceptional, incredible, prosperous, amazing, powerful, effective place on the face of the planet. And this is why I speak with such passion. Look, I dressed in my burial clothes at the age of 13, waiting to be slaughtered because I knew that no one is going to come to bury me and I wanted to look pretty when I am dead. I remember that dress you got, right? Right, my Easter dress, my Sunday best. So I look at every day, every day I wake up, the fact that I'm alive, I thank God. The fact that I'm living in America, I thank God. The fact that I can step off my bed and stand on American ground, I thank God a million times. And that's why I fight for this country with such passion, because I want to make sure that my children inherit an America that I immigrated to 30 something years ago, 35 years ago, not the America of today, the America of today. We need to change. We need to bring back the America that I immigrated to back in 1989, where immigrants, where I had to study a two inch thick book about uh, written by the daughters of the American Revolution in order for me to become an American, studying about America's constitution, American history. I had to take an exam, a written exam, as well as a verbal exam in English and pass about the Constitution and America's history in order for me to become an American. That was the America I immigrated to in 1989. And today, when I see what's happening at the border, when I see the criminals that are coming through the border and they are coming to the, they're laying out the red carpet for them, money, cell phone, Nintendos, you stay up at five-star hotels that I can't even afford. And, And this is how they are treated. And people like me who did it by the book, are now considered, you know, uh, 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 like terrorists because we are passionate to protect our country by our government. That's why people need to stand up and that's why people need to fight. And if my voice, if my message resonates with you listening to us right now, go to act 
forAmerica.org. A-C-T-F-O-R, America.org, and join us right now and stand with us in every way you can. If you can support us financially, we would be so grateful for you. But you don't have to give a dime in order for you to become a member. Take action now and participate in what we're doing to save our country. You know, you you once again, my sister, have been on fire. You set the airways ablaze, and I'm sure there's going to be some people that are going to respond to that because you have the message and the message of truth. Brigitte, you know, you're always welcome to come back. Thank you very much for coming on and really setting the record straight on a lot of things that people need to know. I really appreciate you. God bless you, your family, and keep doing what you're doing because we need more courageous people like you. Thank you, Gary. God bless you. And I look forward to next time. You hear it and you got it. There you have it, everybody. Brigitte Gabriel telling it like it is. I want to thank Brigitte Gabriel for providing a well-educated perspective on what looms down the pike if we don't slam on the brakes and return to America's constitutional roots. If you're thinking, well, we're not in Lebanon. Hey, Lebanon was fine during her early years. But once the terrorists took over, every minute was lived in fear. So please heed Brigitte's warning and get involved while we still have a nation to save. This podcast is available for download at RadioInfluence.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Hope you'll subscribe to it, leave a rating and a review, and be sure to tell your friends about the show. If you're a first-time listener, hope you'll check out the podcast archive located on the page. All previous episodes are there featuring high-profile guests such as Kevin Sorbo, Judge Janine Pirro, Monica Crowley, Mike Lindell, Diamond and Silk, Carrie Lake, Pastor Jack Hibbs, Christina Bob, David Horowitz, Ben Carson, Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, A.F. Branco, and Brandon Tatum. That's a wrap, folks. Thanks for joining us. So until the next time, this is your host, Gary Benford, saying God bless you, God bless your families, and God bless America. <laughs>